630 Chad presents the Elks this week. A close-up look at the Elks and the Canadian Football League. Every week, we take you inside the game from the voice of the Edmonton Elks, 630 Chad. Here's Morley Scott. Good Saturday morning to you football fans. Happy New Year to everyone. We return in the new year with new shows with heavy hearts. Since our last program, the news broke of the tragic death of Elks kick returner Christian Salisbury. He was shot and killed while at a party December 17th in Memphis. Today, we'll hear part of the conversation I have this week with Christian's mom and his manager, Melissa Smith. I certainly thank her for her time to talk about Christian and his legacy. The entire interview can be heard on the Elks page at 630Ched.com. We'll also hear today from Christian's position coach with the Elks, running backs coach Jordan Lennon. Joining us on the Elks this week now is Melissa Smith, the mother of Christian Salisbury. Uh, Melissa, before we get on with things, first off, my condolences to you on, on behalf of, of all Elks fans uh, in Edmonton. Uh, how's everybody doing in the last month now? Um, we're doing as well as we can. Um, we go second by second. Uh, we don't even go by minute by minute because uh, one, one second we can be up, next second we can be down, next second you can be angry. Um, so we're just taking it one second at a time. Uh, the details, a lot of the details never got to us up here. Uh, have you found out more? It's It's been about a, almost a month now. Have you found out more about what happened? And maybe on the flip side, are you interested in finding out more about uh, what happened to Christian? Because obviously that's not going to bring him back. Right. Um, I think I'm kind of torn on that a little bit. Um, if I want to find out or not, because what matters is the fact that he's not here for me and nothing is going to change that for me nothing um i will say um that knowing my son and we've had these conversations um growing up um christian has always talked about wanting to be a professional football player and so he and i we had an unbreakable bond i mean like we spent so much time together and when we weren't together, we talked five, six times a day. So we've talked about situations where if you see somebody with a gun at a party, you leave immediately. Um, and so what I do know is I prepared him for if that happened. Um, what I also know is my son was an innocent bystander that i can tell you tell me about christian we were getting to know christian as the football player uh he'd spent the last half of the season uh, with the elks and had made a, a, a tremendous impression with his play in the last half of the season uh tell me a little bit about him off the field and a little bit about him growing up <laughs> oh christian is silly as ever christian is so funny he's silly he's loving he is borderline ocd <laughs> Uh, he loves to clean. He loved to cook. He loved his niece and his nephews. He certainly loved his mama and his dad and his grandmother and and everybody that loved Christian. He loved back, you know. Um, he loved God without a doubt. So in saying that, I wholeheartedly know where he is. Um, because I can guarantee you there are probably not many times you saw Christian on a field and he wasn't praying. 
before the game. So um, growing up at seven, um, he did tell me that he wanted to, uh, he knew what he wanted to do. He wanted to play professional football. And so like any mom with sons, how many times do you hear that story? And I thought, well, everybody want to do that, Christian. You think you want to do something else? He's like, nope, that's what I want to do. So um, something inside my gut said, pay attention to him because he might mean this. And so I started to pay attention to him, and I started to notice that he wouldn't, he would, really didn't go outside much. And so when I would go in his room and check on him, see what he was doing, he was usually watching um, YouTube videos of like Tavon Austin, DeAnthony Thomas, uh, any running back, Barry Sanders. Um, that was what he spent his time doing. And so we, we would have those talks about, you know, yeah, they are in these spaces, but in order to get to these places, you still have to follow a path. And that main path is doing what's right, going to school and getting your education, not just getting your education, but getting good grades. So um, everything I asked for him to do, he did. Uh, so it's something obviously he wanted to do um, for a long, long time. I, I guess the, the best news from that is he made it. Uh, he had to overcome some obstacles uh, oh. along the way and fight to get there, but he made it. He was a professional football player. He was. He was. Um, I think for me, uh, the, that's the tough part because um, he didn't get to do a lot of that's the angry part for me. Um, if you know me, Christian, um, I, I would say, Christian, you made it. You know, you made it. And he was like, no, mom, stop saying that. Stop saying that. And I said, but you didn't make it. He said, no, we made it. Because without you, I would not have made it. In his memory, you've uh, created the Christian Salisbury Foundation. Uh, tell me about it. Who's it for? And what do you hope to accomplish with it? The best way I felt like I could honor my soul is to create this foundation. Um, like I said, a lot of people don't know, and we don't, I didn't put it out there. Christian was the, my main priority. So today is the first day you people are really publicly hearing me say, I made this happen for you because I don't ever want to take the credit because he does the work on the field. And like I told him, we're a team. You do the work on the field. I handle the business side. And um, and so he, he trusted me to do that. And so I was, you know, today is it. Today is the day that I honor my son by saying that. But I created, I created the foundation because Christian is not the only one out like that. A lot of kids got lost in the shuffle when COVID happened. Christian is just one that came to the surface. There's a lot more out there, and there's a lot more than people know. Because now that people have seen him do it, they're calling me to say, can you help me? Our foundation is to do things for youth, um, also to educate parents, because I think a lot of times, we as parents get so lost and everybody else wants to do it. And I don't know how to make it happen for my son or, or my daughter, because technically Christian's dream of playing in the 
professional ranks is no different than somebody else's child saying, I want to be a doctor or I want to be a lawyer. He, he had a dream. They had a dream. And somewhere along the way of that kid wanting to be a doctor or a lawyer, somebody said, I believe they do, so let me help them get there. And so that's what this foundation is about. Uh, I know you have a GoFundMe page up for it, uh, the Christian uh, Christian Salisbury Foundation. Uh, have you got a website yet? And I imagine that's in the works if you don't. I don't have a website yet. It is in the works. I am uh, working to get uh, it as a 501c3, um, like I said, um, I want to help. I want to help educate parents. I want them to not be afraid to uh, stand on. You know, our our homes are built on foundation. That's how they stand, right? We are parents because we have the knowledge, the wisdom, and we've been through some stuff. So we have to be their foundation to catapult them into build this whatever it is they want to be. And so. Um, that's what the foundation will be for. It'll be for football camps. It'll also be to help um, the dogs that I'm talking about um, that can't afford to get to these combines that are legit combines. Melissa, uh, thank you so much for your time today. It's great to, to relive some of the memories uh, of Christian, and uh, I appreciate you opening up about him. Uh, good luck with the foundation, and uh, again, condolences to you and your family, and uh, hope to see you in Edmonton uh, this coming season. Thank you so much. And to, and to the city of Edmonton, we just want to say thank you for loving him. He loved you all back. He was so excited for the upcoming season. He was ready. Um, and go Elks. Just, just support your team. Support your team. They're trying. They're going to get there. Just support your team. The entire interview with Melissa is up on the Elks page at 630ched.com. You'll hear more about Christian, about the Christian Salisbury Foundation, and the relationship she built with both Chris Jones and G. Roy Simon to helping Christian to Edmonton. Jordan Lennon, when we come back on the Elks this week on 630ched. Now, more football talk on the Elks this week. Here's Morley Scott on the voice of the Edmonton Elks, 630ched. Back on the Elks this week on 630 Ched, uh, dedicating today's program to the memory of Elks kick returner and running back Christian Salisbury. We'll hear from his position coach coming up in a couple of moments. John Varlis is a sports reporter in Memphis. He watched Christian play through high school and into college. Dave Campbell had a chance to talk to him about Christian's legacy in Memphis and the night he died. This was uh, just a, a classic, you know, wrong place at the wrong time unfortunately kind of situation christian was at a at a birthday party in uh in uh, mississippi about 20 miles or about 20 minutes away from memphis um the, the party was hosted by one of his high school teammates you know they're all really good kids um so there's you know it's nothing you know nothing no trouble or anything that he was involved in or anything like that it was just um a situation where a, a disturbance broke out that had nothing to do with him and unfortunately it looks like he was just caught up in the in the wrong place at the wrong time and that i mean that just makes it doubly tragic because i mean you guys know what a, what a good kid he was there in edmonton and 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 he was exactly the same way here in, in um you know in, in our community as well and and it's just you know to see somebody's life ended like that you know it's i mean all 
you know, all, 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 all situations like that are senseless, but something like that is just particularly senseless. Yeah, no, no, no doubt about that. Um, yeah. Tell me about his impact in, uh, you know, in the Mississippi area. I know he went to high school there and, uh, you know, he, yeah, it, it was, uh, um, two days before his passing, he released something on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it, but just about his journey. And I mean, this is a kid that was only 25 years old and looked like he lived a full life uh, before then, but it ended way too soon. But tell me about what Christian's impact was in the community and how well known he was. Well, he was he was extremely well known, and, he, and you know, and going back to you know even before he got into high school, he was the kind of kid where you know if he was on your team, you know, baseball, football, you know, you in the youth leagues, if he was on your team, you know, you were you were guaranteed to have a pretty darn good team because that's you know that's just the kind of athlete he was, and that you know that continued on, um, you know, when he went into high school. I mean, when he was a senior his team won their uh, first 13 games of the season and they advanced to the state championship game where they lost in the final and you know that's something that they've never even you know they've never come close to before or since so again that you know kind of tells you what you know you know he was the star of that team obviously as a running back you know he was an all-state player and you know just a great great high school football player and then of course he went on to college and and ultimately he had a a, a fine career at, at west alabama you know which is a smaller you know a smaller program here in the u.s but and, and if it had just ended there i mean that would have been fine you know he would have had a, a really good career and had a lot of things to be proud of but you know what separates him and, and i think you guys know a lot of the stories he just he just never gave up on his determination to be a, a professional football player i mean he played you know obscure leagues and you know went to every tryout imaginable and just you know just worked and stayed stayed in shape and stayed ready and you know and ultimately when the you know I, you know he got cut from from Edmonton in training camp and you know he just stayed ready and 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 it felt like he would be called upon you know when you guys needed him and, and ultimately he was and he got up there and, and made a, a really good impact for you guys but he just he just never gave up he had unwavering belief in him himself and his ability and his confidence and you know and and, and you know you couple that with a, a a bright disposition a real sunny personality a real just a really good genuine dude and and that's why everybody here loved christian and that's why you know that's another reason why this is just also senseless and and hard for so many people to process right now Jordan Lennon is the Elks running backs coach that means he worked with Christian Salisbury every day and he has great memories of him the one thing that kind of stood out of my memory or a couple of things that stood out of my memory, you know, was Christian's energy. I think he came into the building every day with a big old smile on his face. Um, he always was excited to, you know, to work and excited to, you know, just go through the process of what it took to be a pro. Um, I think the, the the thing with him is he was a guy that, you know, no matter the good or the bad, he he remained the same. It was always laughs. It was always smiles. Um, and, and for me, you know, some of those days, those dog days of, you know, training camp or those dog days of the season when things aren't going right, uh, that energy is much needed so uh, I think that's the one thing I got to really you know learn from Christian was that he you know no matter what he was going to be happy no matter what he was going to be appreciative no matter what he was grateful for the opportunity so that's you know something I think that stood out to me from the day that we met uh, I, I've seen a lot of posts from a lot of teammates and coaches and stuff and you talk about the smile everybody brings up the smile like I mean they just kind of lit up a room when he came into it 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that's the one thing, like I said, is he never really, even when, you know, when we released him uh, the first time after camp, um, he didn't come in there moping or upset or, you know, feeling away. He came in there with a big old smile and said, coach, I'll be back, you know, and, and, you know, lo and behold, he was. And I think the thing that, you know, for a lot of people was the minute he came back, it was like, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, gone. I was just away for a little bit. You know, it wasn't, he didn't come in with the mentality of having to try and prove himself. And it was more like, I just want to make, make these guys know I'm here and I'm, I'm going to stick this time. Yeah. I remember talking to him when he came back and, and the thing that struck me is even though he was released, he was just so appreciative to get another opportunity and really wanted to make the best of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's another thing too. A lot of people don't know is like, even when he was back home um, after we released him, he stayed in contact with the coaches. He stayed in contact with the players. Um, I know like, I, I think that he he really thought and, and believed in his heart he would be back. And when he got back, that he would take advantage of the opportunity. And I mean, he did that when he got back. Uh, have you have you been there? Did you get to know through the through uh, your process of coaching him? Uh, have, have Did you get to know his family at all or, or anything? Yeah, I got to know his mom pretty well. Miss um, Smith, Smith, Melissa, Miss, uh, sorry, Melissa Smith uh, is his mom and also his agent. And uh, throughout the process, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of stories floating around, but she was a big advocate for him, both on social media um, and reaching out to coaches and, and to our, you know, personnel people. Um, she She definitely was a person that, like, not only loved football, but also wanted to see her son succeed. And, and she was always willing to do whatever it took. And she always made us laugh on social media. She always made sure to follow up after every win, after loss. She she always supported the team. And um, I got to know her pretty well through that process. Have you talked with her since? Yeah, I talked to her shortly after I found out the information. Just wanted you know, send my uh, prayers and condolences to her and the family. Um, and, you know, true to her form, she uh, she was uplifting of, of myself and, and of our team. And, and you know, she said no matter what, um, you know, the Elks are her team and, and the, no matter what, she's going to continue to support us. And, and you know, she just asked of me and the coaches that, you know, we carry her baby's name and, and keep, keep his legacy alive. But, um, yeah, I mean, a huge supporter of the organization. I think that will remain the same. And I think, you know, we will do our best to honor her and the family throughout the year he was here for training camp and then he came back played the last eight games of the year a guy such a short period of time when you think of it in the big picture but man he seemed to really have made an impact on so many people in a short period of time that he was here yeah, again, I think, you know, it's a testament to his energy and his spirit. I think he came into the building with a certain level of, you know, charisma and a certain level of energy that you couldn't really, you couldn't, you know, manufacture, you couldn't fake. I think people really saw how genuine he was, how much he was excited to show up to work every day, how much he enjoyed the process, how much he enjoyed his teammates. So I think for a lot of people, the impact that they felt was just the energy and, like I said, that spirit that he brought every day. We heard a lot about what he what he was like off the field, and we've talked about that on the field. Uh, man, he really made an impact on on special teams. He didn't get in on offense a lot, uh, right. just a few plays, but uh, he he made sure he he took off and ran with it when he got the opportunity on special teams. Some of the numbers he put up were just terrific. Yeah, I mean, I think that's another thing too, and and it was something that him and I had talked about even as recently as, as last week was, you know, we we talked via text and not over the phone was, you know, what are you going to do for an encore? Um, I think a lot of people started to see those numbers start to pop, and he started to really make a name for himself towards the end of the season, um, despite all the other things that were going on within the team, um, and. I think he looked at it as I, I know what I'm capable of and I know if given the opportunity, I can, I can do great things in this league. And I think we started to believe that. I think the league started to believe that as well um, down the stretch because he started to put up those numbers and he started to see these flashes and he started to make plays and, you know, and, and I think things were starting to trend in the direction that he, I think all along believed he could do. Do you remember your last conversation with him? 
Yeah, I literally, uh, his birthday was Monday, um, and I just, you know, wish him happy birthday. Uh, wish his mom made a post as well, so I commented on the post, but I also reached out to Christian and made a, uh, you know, just texted him, and and I just said, like, like I said to you, you know, I think the biggest thing is what we do for Encore. You know, what I mean, I think a lot of people know who you are now. I think like, your name is starting to become you know, a, a household name within our organization. And I think the league is starting to take notice of you, but what are we going to do for an encore? Um, always just wanted to push him to be the best, you know, player he could be. And also wanted to make sure he stayed focused. And I, and I think more than anything, he was more focused than most. So it wasn't me, you know, telling what he had to do. It was me just again, reaffirming that you're on the way to being exactly who you want to be. Let's make sure we get there. What's your lasting memory of Christian Salisbury going to be? Man, I think every day of practice, uh, you know, with my guys, you know, we always, joke and pre-practice and and warm-ups and and stuff to try and just keep the energy high and and really be focused but also have fun doing what we do um and i think with christian every day like he came in there just laughing and joking and you know some days you know you know how jones is we run we run a lot of reps in practice and and you know christian's a little dude but he always be like man my legs ready to fall off but you know what i love this you know crap so he, he's the guy that i think every day no matter the circumstance no matter you know, what our record was, he was going to come to practice, come to work every day the same way, laughing, joking, smiling. So um, I think that'll forever be burned in my memory is just that big old smile and, and how he made practice fun. The celebration of life for Christian Salisbury will take place in Memphis, Tennessee, one week from today on January 14th. A busy week coming up in the CFL as coaches, GMs, and team presidents all meet in Kananaskis. We'll have uh, that story front and center on the show next week. Thanks for listening today. I'm Morley Scott. We'll talk more football in seven days on the Elks this week on 630 Chet.